Are you staying small and limiting your growth and potential without even realizing it? Perhaps you see your peers killing it online. They seemingly ooze confidence, launching new things, creating impact, and do so with grace and ease, which of course leaves you feeling a little behind. Maybe you've reached a bit of a plateau in your business, which of course felt great after pushing so hard to get your business off the ground, but now you're wondering if it's time to accelerate again. Or perhaps you know you're destined for more, but it feels like a lot and you just don't quite know where to begin. Before I dive into today's conversation, a disclaimer, when I'm talking about playing small, this is less about revenue and size of business and more about purpose and impact. Because I believe when you begin to seek new opportunities, strive for bigger challenges and lean into your influence, the rewards will follow. Too often I see business owners staying small and not stepping into their potential in business and in some cases life too. So today I wanted to share some signs this might be happening to you. You boss deserve to have a business and life that you love. And if you're not where you want to be and you're shying away from those big goals or endeavors, it can ultimately leave you feeling stuck and unfulfilled. Are you ready? Let's go. You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, boss, and welcome back to the podcast. I cannot quite believe it, but this is episode number 49, nearly half a century. (laughs) It's gone so quick. It's not been quite a year because in some cases I've released a couple of episodes in a week, so that's kind of fast-tracked it a little bit. But I really wanted to say how much I enjoy producing the show for you and I really love being able to support you in this way. And it's so funny. And actually, it's quite timely that I'm talking about this because this was one of the things that I was quite scared to actually launch. And I'll talk a little bit more about that as we get into the episode. But this was a big thing for me initially to get this podcast out there. So quite timely that we're talking about this, actually. Now, before we get into the episode, I wanted to remind you or actually let you know rather that the doors are finally open to my all new group coaching program, the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy. So the doors opened today as the episode drops at 9am. So if you're listening to this before nine o'clock, haven't quite opened yet, (laughs) it's coming. But the doors are open and they're actually only going to be open for four days. I've done that because I've been talking about this for a while now and I really want to get started with the program. So the first module actually drops next Monday. So you're going to be diving right in. There is a welcome video waiting for you inside of the program as we get started. But as I said, doors are now open. This is a 16-week container, which is an immersive group program that's been really carefully designed to help you to get your business into great shape for growth and scale. We'll be looking at not only your business model, but plenty of support for you, the business owner, because as we know, as small business owners, 
you're just as important as your business and ensuring that what we do inside your business is also aligning to you as a person and your personal goals as well. It's all here for you inside of the Academy. This is the very first cohort, and I'm really excited about this program. The core focus is giving you a framework without telling you how to run your business. It's all here inside the Academy. This is the very first cohort, and boss, as an ambitious business owner, I want you to be part of it. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, head down into the show notes and join us today. And if you want to know more about the program, or if you're curious to know if it's the right fit for you, head over to episode number 43. It's called Spilling the Tea on the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy. I'll tag that also down in the show notes. Now, be quick because the doors will close this coming Friday, the 6th of May at 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. As I said, doors will be open for just four days. Okay, so let's get into today's conversation where we are talking about staying small. And the purpose of this conversation is to help you to identify if this is something that is happening for you. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you'll know that I do not recommend switching up your strategy too often and that I'm here for the steady growth over the fast growth, which of course is, you know, all linked into sustainability. However, I want to be really, really clear We don't want to confuse sustainability with staying safe, right? We want to keep the business moving forward. And when your business plateaus for too long, it can bring boredom and complacency. And it could also end up impacting the overall business results as well. Although I do want to say another caveat that it's important to recognize the difference between staying safe and stability because every business needs to have periods where you're stabilizing, where you're keeping everything consistent and really letting the dust settle and really focusing on fine tuning inside of the business with working with clients and and all of that sort of jazz without really pushing the business forward. So that is absolutely necessary for every business to go through periods of stabilization before you hit another level of growth. So please know that I'm not talking about stabilization here. What I'm talking about here is that you're on autopilot, you're just focused on delivering on your client work and you know that you want bigger and better things in your business and yet you're staying in the friend zone, so to speak. So let's get in. What are the telltale signs that you're staying safe and potentially limiting your growth and potential? So the first one is that you've failed in the past and now you have a fear of failing again. Now, I know everyone in the online space is saying that failure is a lesson and it's not something to worry about. And it's for good reason. I do actually believe it, but I didn't always. I'm going to be completely honest with you here. I had to do a lot and quite frankly, continue to do a lot of inner work and mindset around failure. I'm an Enneagram 3 which if you are unfamiliar with the Enneagram, that is basically the achiever. That's someone who is, you know, always looking for, you know, moving forward and reaching goals and all of those sorts of things. 
And quite frankly, failure is not something that comes easy to me by nature. It doesn't really for anyone for that matter. But for this type of personality, we really like to control everything and we like to win, not over others, of course, but we like to win at the things that we're doing. I stand strong in that you can move through it. And I believe that if I can, I know that you can too. Here's the thing. Our past experiences can become a source of truth, a narrative and an inner voice. And you know what? That makes total sense. It's real life data. It's a story that we can connect to and believe because it happened. And when we feel fear, we attach ourselves to the times when things didn't work out and then apply the same outcome or experience to the scary things that we want to do now, right? Because what we're doing is we're looking at the past as evidence of why we have this fear. We're validating that fear with the story or the experience that we've had. And here's the thing, if you get stuck in fear without any way of being able to move through it or an antidote, you'll find it really hard to take action on the scary things. And therefore, what will end up happening is that you don't move forward and you just end up staying where you are. So as I said, this is something that you can absolutely move through and overcome. The first step is recognizing that this fear of failure and looking at the past is guiding or shaping your business decisions for the future. Okay. So the second indicator that you're playing small or that you're staying safe is that you get jealous. Okay. So I've spoken on the podcast previously about jealousy. I think we as humans, as children, we get drummed into us that jealousy is a bad emotion. And like, I even have to catch myself with this with my own kids when they get jealous of each other. And the truth is, is that jealousy is not a bad emotion as such. I don't really believe that there's good or bad emotions. It's just the spectrum that we feel as human beings. What can be challenging or the problem though with jealousy is the actions that result from the emotion itself. That's where it can be quite detrimental. So my belief is that jealousy can actually be very telling. Sometimes we're not willing to admit things to ourselves. And when you are jealous of something or somebody else, that potentially is an indication that you have a desire for the thing, right? So if you're looking at your peers inside your industry or perhaps even outside of your industry and you're feeling this tingle or sense of jealousy over their accomplishments, perhaps that's an opportunity for you to dig a little deeper. So without judgment, ask yourself, what is it about this person or this thing that makes me feel jealous? Are they delivering something that you secretly desire? Are they showing up as how you'd like to show up? Are they achieving goals that you have for yourself, but you just can't seem to make any progress on? So you can see here by leaning in and being curious and asking yourself those extra couple of questions that this could actually allow you the space to get a little bit of clarity on what it is that you're wanting or not prepared to admit, because being jealous of something else typically indicates that it's something that you want as well. 
Okay, so we're going to move into number three, which is you're stuck on learning and not taking any action. Oh boy. Firstly, can I just say it is such an incredible time to be in business. You literally have content or material coming out of the brass razoo, <laughs> literally everywhere. I would have killed for this type of access for information and learning when I had my first business over a decade ago. There just wasn't this type of data or information available. But, and here's the but, right? There is a dark side of having this amount of content available. And that dark side is that you can get stuck on learning and consuming and not doing anything with that knowledge. Okay. So I'm sure you've heard it before the saying knowledge is power, but I'm also sure that you've heard somewhere along the way, or maybe you haven't, but knowledge is not power without action, right? So you can know all the things, but if you're not taking action, then you're not actually moving your business forward. So there's a few reasons for why we get stuck on learning and don't do the thing, right? So firstly, as high achievers, we fall into this trap of believing we need to be great out of the gate. So instead of giving ourselves grace when we're taking new action, we instead don't want to be messy at anything. We don't want to get anything wrong. So we just keep learning more things and learning more things isn't going to make you great out of the gate anyway. The only way that you're going to be masterful or get better at the things that you're doing is by doing the things, right? And if you want to know more about the cycle of learning and becoming an expert at something or mastering a skill, then head over to episode number four, I think it is, the four stages of learning. Regardless, I'll pop that into the show notes for you. The other reason why we learn so much is that you don't want to look like a fool and you want to make everything perfect and safe. And the best way to stay safe is to continue learning. So that's almost like a little piggyback of the first point. And the last point when it comes to learning instead of doing is that you get these little dopamine hits when you learn. It's like, oh, this big aha moment. Yes, yes, yes. You're getting all of this like dopamine pumping in your body when you're listening to content or you're consuming content or you're reading a book. It's like, yes, it's like it's like a light bulb moment. But the thing is, is that you're never going to actually reap the rewards of knowing that thing unless you actually step outside your comfort zone and do the work to be able to deliver on what you have just learned. So that was the third one that you get stuck on learning and not taking action. Now, number four is that you don't have support or accountability. Now, this is a big one for solo business owners. You can get caught in a little bit of a bubble in that you don't have anyone to be able to support you or hold you accountable towards delivering those big things that you want to deliver. So I really believe that accountability is deeply deeply powerful. And I know this to be true for myself as I, like you, have a lot of conflicting interests, not only that sit inside my business, but also the things that vie for my attention on the outside, like my family and for the things that I personally want to do and achieve. And if I didn't build in accountability, 
then I assure you there would be plenty of big things that I have got out there and delivered on that I just wouldn't have. And I mentioned at the top of the episode about the podcast, this is a really great example because I had start a podcast on my list as things that I wanted to do before I started my business, right? So I've spoken about this in the podcast before that I had this kind of vision for what I wanted my business to be a few years before I launched And this was like part of what I wanted to do inside of the business. So I knew that coming into the business that I wanted to have a podcast. But, you know, sometimes you want things early on in your business and it's not the right timing and it would not have been in my case, certainly. But I had it solidly on my goals for definitely a good 18 months, like written down in my goals before I actually took action on it and did it. And I kept talking myself out of doing it out of this goal and just deprioritizing it. But here's the thing. Once I made the decision to launch the podcast and that it was actually going to happen, I knew that I needed support and accountability so that I didn't back out of the goal because I was so tired of feeling like another six months has gone by, another six months has gone by for not doing it. So I made an appointment to see Brianna from Bambi Media, who is, as you probably know, the production agency who runs the back end of this show. And I had that first meeting with her and I just knew I had to put money on the table. I needed to get the support that I needed. But what I really love about working with Bambi, even to this day, is that there is inbuilt accountability to produce episodes week on week because part of the package that I'm on is that I have to do four episodes a month that is committed to them and therefore rain, hail or shine, I have to make that work. And today's a perfect example of that because today it's been quite a morning, let me tell you. (laughs) I don't want to whinge here, but it's been a morning. And I am borderline trying to meet my deadline, but I have accountability. And this is the perfect example because you know what? If I didn't have that accountability with the morning that I've had, I probably wouldn't have released this episode and you wouldn't be listening to me right now. So it's very, very powerful. That's the accountability component. But the other thing that I want to touch on as well is support because it's so important as a business owner that you have someone in your corner, not only someone who cheers you on, right? Because that's one good thing. And I think that that's something that can often come from business besties or peers or or other people in, in your community. But what you really need is someone to challenge your thinking. You want someone to help you move from where you are to where you want to be. And Having that support is incredibly powerful when it comes to stepping into new stages, stepping into bigger things, chasing down big goals. Okay, so we're going to move into the fifth and final indicator that you're staying safe and playing small. You don't know where to start. Oh, this is massive, right? Like, I'm sure you are familiar with our good old friend, Overwhelm. Overwhelm is sneaky and it's the culprit of what keeps you stuck. For many of my clients, when they come to work with me, they've got all of the ideas. They have everything all kind of trapped up in their head, but it's all jumbled up amongst all the thousands of other things that they're holding space for in their mind. You know, all the things that you got to do inside your business, 
in addition to all the things that you have going on in your life and then you've got all these ideas about what you want the future of your business to look like, it's no wonder that you get caught in overwhelm because it's so hard to untangle it all and figure out where to start. So perhaps you can relate to that and you feel like you know what you want to do, what you want to achieve, but because you don't quite have the clarity, because you don't have the space to be able to figure that out, then you don't have the strategy for how to put it all together and then ultimately you find yourself doing what feels safe or what you can just manage for now, which is just holding tight and keeping things as they are. And If that is you, please be kind to yourself because it's a hard place to be in and I myself know that I have experienced this as well. Okay, so I want to give you a quick recap of the things that I shared today. So five indicators that you're staying safe, playing it safe, and you're not stepping into your big goals is that firstly, you've failed in the past and now you have a fear of failing again. Number two is that you are jealous of other people and their accomplishments or achievements. Number three is that you are stuck in a learning cycle and not taking action. Number four is that you don't have enough support or accountability to do the big things in your business. And number five, you have so much going on in your business, in your life, that you're so overwhelmed that you don't know where to start. Now, I want to remind you of what I said at the start of the episode is that there is a time to stabilize. If you've had a lot of growth and change recently, going after big things right now may not be the right time. So that would definitely be an indicator that it's time to let the dust settle and double down on what you've already done and get better at that thing before you roll out anything new. But if you've been here in this place for a while, or perhaps even just taken a little bit of a slide, then my guess is that some of the things, maybe all of the things resonated with you today. And this is absolutely a good sign that it's time to lean in. So where do you go from here? Firstly, I recommend that you do not roll into another podcast or dive right into something. If you can manage it, take five minutes to sit with your thoughts. Because my guess is that if any of this did resonate, you're probably feeling a few like mixed emotions right now. So maybe grab a pen and paper and jot down your thoughts and just unpack what came up for you in this episode. My hope here is that this conversation has been the catalyst for action. If you've identified that you are limiting your growth without realizing it, then now is the time to begin taking action to move forward. Because boss, you do deserve to achieve big things and you do deserve to have a life and business that you love. But it all begins right here, following on from this conversation. Big episode today. I want to thank you for joining me for this really important conversation. And I want to ask a favor. If this resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it out on your Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me too so that I can share it out on my stories as well. 
And lastly, remember the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy is now open. Details are in the show notes. I'd love so much for you to be part of this program. I would love to work with you. I would love to support you so that you can take your business to the next level of growth. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you so much. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again, and I look forward to chatting with you next time.